I'm sure you've all heard of the honey-do list, but in this episode, I'm going to talk about the money-do list in honor of April being Financial Literacy Month. This list is not as known as the honey-do list, but it is imperative to coming to a mutual understanding of money in your relationships. As you've also probably heard before, disagreements over money is the leading cause of breakups between couples, and I don't want that to be me, and I'm sure you don't want that to be you. I've made quote-unquote money mistakes in my previous relationships, and hopefully my mistakes are your insights. I'm going to be sharing the things that I'm doing in my current relationship when it comes to money. Before I go any further, though, I do want to iterate that my stance on money and couples is that a woman should never, ever, ever, ever financially rely on anyone but herself. So this stance will definitely color my advice throughout this episode. In past relationships, I've loaned money without having a solid agreement between us of how it would be paid back. I've co-signed on a car. I know, facepalm. Luckily, he paid on time every month, and I never had any credit issues as a result of him, but I definitely learned my lesson. I'll never do that again. I've also added a previous boyfriend to my bank account, so I definitely have some experience making mistakes in this realm. One thing that I've done differently in this current relationship is taking the time to learn about my boyfriend's perception of money and what he learned about money during his childhood. And I feel that this alone, even if you don't listen to any other tips in this episode, this one tip alone has saved me so much stress. In the first few months of our relationship, I made sure to observe how he handles his money. I listened to how he talked about it. And I invited dialogue between us about what he remembers about money growing up. Because I've learned about my boyfriend's money habits and perceptions early on, it changed the way I did things. So I'll give you an example without telling all his business. (laughs) There are certain situations involving money when he was a child that made him grow a slightly negative view of money or people who had a lot of money. And it's so funny because right after I wrote the outline to this episode, I had a conversation about money with my boyfriend and I was able to capture some of it and he gave me permission to um, include it in this episode. So I'll go ahead and do that now. And that happens more in my experience, take whatever with a grain of salt, in my experience that happens more often than not. And I grew up a product of that low key. My father was a man who was very prideful and really did that shit, but also held it above his wife's head. Like, yo, I do all this shit, you do what the fuck I say. So I know that I'm a product of that. So that's why I'm like, "Mm." because of that, I'm like, you know, a man paying for all the bills probably isn't the best because of what I've seen that it leads to more often than not. Learning that about him really allowed me to view him with understanding rather than judgment. Certain things that he does with his money now, I can understand his mindset behind those actions because of how he grew up. Instead of nagging him because his financial decisions differ from mine or try to make him feel bad for it, like I've done with previous boyfriends, I live by example. I could nag him all day about saving money, or he could observe with his own two eyes the peace of mind that happens when you have a few stacks. The latter makes a bigger impact because he's not feeling attacked and getting defensive. I have four rules that you can apply to your money conversation with your boo. The first one is, remember that y'all are on the same team. The point of the money-do list is to learn about each other and grow together. It's not to attack, nag, or judge your partner for their financial habits. 
The second rule is postpone your persuasion. When you're learning about your partner's views and habits, keep an open mind and don't try to convince them to manage their money like you do. If you do, you might be met with resistance at best and a full-on argument at worst. The saying, you attract more bees with honey than with vinegar, totally applies here. If you want to persuade your partner to pick up better financial habits, you'll be more successful if you demonstrate rather than discourage. The third rule is express your needs. It's important that your partner has a clear understanding of what you need financially. This doesn't mean what you need from them financially. It means what you need to feel financially stable. Some people feel the need to be debt-free. Some people place priority on investing or saving. Some people need more than one job. Painting a clear picture for them allows them to understand why you make the financial decisions that you do. Hopefully, this leads to less arguments. The fourth and I think most important rule to go by is believe that both points of view are valid. Just as y'all are on the same team, both of your viewpoints on money hold equal weight. One isn't better than the other because of how they manage their finances. The point here is to respect both viewpoints and come to an agreement that acknowledges both of them. Say you're the spender in the relationship and your partner is a saver. Both of you have valid viewpoints of why it may be important to do one over the other. But if you're combining funds, you both need to make a plan that allows comfort for both people. One thing that I've tried to do with my boyfriend that hasn't worked out so well is establishing a common money goal. I wanted us to save for a trip together, and so far, that hasn't happened on his part. Which brings me to my next piece of advice. Instead of bringing it up that he's not saving up for his part of the trip, I'm saving and I'm planning on getting a ticket somewhere, and I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna talk about it, I'm just gonna be about it. Will it cause an argument? I don't know, it shouldn't. But I bet if he wants to join me in seeing the world, he'll do what he needs to do to save. That's definitely one thing that I've learned. Don't let anyone hold you back from doing what you want to do. If I had done that for previous boyfriends, I would have missed opportunities to speak on stage. I wouldn't have sold my house, which enabled me to start my business. Those are all the memories that make me smile now, and I wouldn't have had experienced them if I was listening to those boyfriends. To sum everything up, the things that should be on your money-do list are understand your partner's views and values in regards to money, Clearly express your financial needs and values. If combining finances, create a plan that accommodates both partners. Leading by example is always better than nagging. And if you're really hardcore, learn your partner's credit score. This one is major key. Even if your partner won't tell you, you can get an idea just by being observant. So that's that on that. Hopefully this helped you or gave you some food for thought. Subscribe to both the podcast and the email list. The links are in the show notes and I will talk to you later.